Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again, or for the first time, if you're new to the Jazz Focus. We tend to focus on some of the cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history. And today, we're going to do a follow-up on an earlier podcast uh, that was devoted to a group called the State Street Ramblers in Chicago. This was a kind of a uh, series of of groups that recorded under that name, uh, largely un. I won't say unorganized or disorganized, but not organized. How about that? More of jam session type of feeling to these uh, bands that were playing in the late 1920s and early 30s. The one uh, that we focused on for our previous podcast uh, had uh, in common the trumpet player or trombone player Roy Palmer and the clarinet player Darnell Howard, and uh, they were recording in the early 30s some uh, music that was really good time dance music that had a lot of blues and and uh, even participation of a uh, blues singer uh, and player uh, like Bill Brunzi in it, uh, that became music that was very influential on the development of Western swing a little bit later. We're going to go back a little bit further for this second uh, State Street Ramblers uh, tribute, and we're going to call this Tuxedo Stomp for one of the tunes that we're going to be listening to in a little while. So these recordings were made uh, in 1928 primarily, in fact exclusively, and they were done for Janet, but they were released on quite a few other uh, labels. Janet was having financial troubles by the late 1920s and leased their masters to other companies, so you might have found these recordings on Supertone or Champion or a number of other of those little dime store labels that came about at the time. So the first uh, set we're going to be devoting to a, uh, a band called the State Street Ramblers that uh, involved a particularly uh, interesting lineup. We have Natty Dominique, Anatole Dominique, who was born in New Orleans in uh, 1896. He was an African-American player who have, might have had some uh, Italian roots as well. In fact, apparently he claimed uh, to be descended from uh, one of the family members of Jean Lafitte, the pirate who helped uh, Andrew Jackson to repel the British in 1814. Uh, but he uh, grew up playing trumpet in the trumpet tradition of New Orleans. His was a Creole family. In fact, he was the uncle of Don Albert, the trumpet player, who uh, later led a band in Texas, and he was a cousin of Barney Bagard. His trumpet playing can be heard on a lot of Chicago rings of the 1920s. He apparently came north from New Orleans sometime before World War I and started playing with some of the dance bands in Chicago. Uh, He actually uh, played with uh, some very good ones, too. Erskine Tate, I think he was with Carol Dickerson for a while, uh, but his primary uh, association during the 20s and the 30s was with the Dodds brothers, Johnny Dodds on clarinet and Baby Dodds on drums. Of course, they were from New Orleans as well, and uh, Dominique uh, recorded with them quite frequently. This particular session doesn't have either of those, although uh, an earlier kind of short session about a year or so before that by the State Street Ramblers has both of them. And that was the group that was playing at Kelly Stables in Chicago for quite a quite a bit of the mid to late 1920s. This band we're going to hear right now features Dominique on cornet, a fellow named Joe Walker on alto sax, and he was... Uh, Somewhat known in Chicago, another African-American musician. He played with uh, the Carol Dickerson band for a while. In fact, he is on the Louis Armstrong and his Stompers recording of Chicago Breakdown from 1927-28 or so. Uh, He also participated in some of the New Orleans Wanderers uh, recordings that featured Johnny Dodds and George Mitchell and Kid Ory and so forth. Uh, But here he's featured very prominently. He was obviously a very good and... uh, um, articulate saxophone player. Uh, He's playing some arrangements with Dominique. Both of them could read pretty well. 
And many of the tunes, and presumably the arrangements as well, are uh, credited to the piano player, kind of a legendary figure in Chicago jazz circles named Jimmy Blythe. Uh, Jimmy Blythe was born, I believe, in Kentucky in about 1901. He died 1931 in Chicago of meningitis. He had uh, recorded extensively through the 20s uh, as a solo piano player, as a blues accompanist with Ma Rainey and uh, a number of others. Uh, he had a couple of... Uh, band dates under his own name and of course he recorded these uh, State Street Ramblers and some uh, other things with Johnny Dodds and a variety of other musicians as well. He was also very well represented on piano rolls and we may be doing a show of some of his piano rolls and uh, possibly some with uh, Jelly Roll Morton as well coming up a little bit later. On percussion in this four-piece band is W.E. Buddy Burton. Buddy Burton was a percussionist who's uh, pretty well represented on recordings in the 20s and early 30s from Chicago as well. He had a very long life, if we believe the um, online sources. He lived uh, from 1890, making him the oldest musician here, all the way up to about 1976, where apparently uh, he died uh, by suicide. I'm not sure what the story was there. He was obviously quite old at the time, uh, and I'm not sure if he was ever interviewed or not. He very well may have been. So we're going to start out with uh, four tunes uh, from this particular session, which was done on April 23rd of 1928, thereabouts, in Richmond, Indiana. And so this is the State Street Ramblers playing My Baby and Oriental Man. Both of those tunes were also recorded by the New Orleans Wanderers groups under various names uh, and are familiar from uh, some of those Johnny Dodds recordings as well as some other ones too. Then we're going to hear Pleasure Mad, which is not the same tune that was recorded by Sidney Bechet under that title and also a later title called Viper Mad, very different tune. And then a Jimmy Blythe tune called On a Shanghai Honey Moon. And this is a um, a tune that I think must have been composed uh, with tongue firmly in cheek with the lyrics. We don't hear the lyrics on this particular version, but it involves all of the worst rhymes you could imagine, June Spoon, Moon, and so forth. The Mills Brothers recorded it a little bit later as On a Chinese Honeymoon. This particular version is very up-tempo, very interesting, and also includes a verse in a minor key, which involves some stereotypical Asian music, but uh, it's a very compelling performance, and Jimmy Blythe has featured extensively on that. So that will be our short first set, those four tunes. We'll follow it up with a couple more from that same session in a while. But we're going to hear My Baby, Oriental Man, Pleasure Mad, and On a Shanghai Honeymoon.
So there we have a pretty remarkable picture of jazz and dance music being played in some of the clubs on the south side of Chicago in the late 1920s. All African-American musicians here, in this case the State Street Ramblers Quartet, led by Natty Dominique on trumpet, uh, with Joe Walker on alto sax, Jimmy Blythe on piano, probably arranging and composing most of the tunes as well, and W.E. Buddy Burton on washboard and doing various... Uh, encouragements from, uh, from, from the washboard. He also sang a bit in, uh, on some of these tunes as well. So we started out with My Baby and Oriental Man. Both of those were Jimmy Blythe tunes that had also been recorded by groups including uh, Johnny Dodds uh, a little bit earlier. And uh, these were um, good, you know, sort of pop-oriented tunes with verses and choruses and things like that. Uh, there were words to Oriental Man, which are best left uh, left into the mists of time. And uh, we heard some superb playing from all of the participants, most especially from Jimmy Blythe, who was really one of the most remarkable uh, black pianists of the Chicago era during the 1920s. He's considered to be a founding uh, member of... Uh, the uh, Boogie Woogie style. He uh, recorded something called Chicago Stomps in the mid-1920s that's considered an early prototype of Boogie Woogie. After that, we heard Pleasure Mad, that tune that featured or some very uh, nice uh, Natty Dominique on trumpet. Sometimes his playing with Johnny Dodds could get a little bit wearing. He had a, a vibrato that always sounded to me like an electric can opener, uh, but it's not in evidence on these sides. He was obviously much more um, relaxed and coming to the fore. Maybe he was uh, more interested in letting Dodds play on those recordings, because Dodds was usually the band leader when Natty Dominique was on stage. But here, uh, he is in, in most ways the band leader, at least during the playing of these tunes. And we finished up with that odd tune on a Shanghai honeymoon, uh, which didn't have any of the vocals on there. I think uh, one of the other um, uh, podcasts I did about the State Street Ramblers has a vocal version, but uh, sometimes best left unsaid. That was a tune that was also uh, sort of a pop tune of the day. Um, a fellow named uh, William Shockley and Charles Hausman, uh, songwriting duo were responsible for that. It was published by the Melrose Company in Chicago, and uh, Lester Melrose got his name on the recording uh, label of this particular uh, tune, on this particular version with the State Street Ramblers. So the Melroses might have been the producers of this session as well uh, for Janet in 1928. So we're going to go on and play the last two tunes from that session. These were uh, pretty pretty freewheeling things, as you can imagine. Didn't involve a lot of arrangement, so they could maximize their time. They probably didn't do a lot of retakes, and they just uh, shot through these tunes and, 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 and called it a take and went on to the next one. We're going to hear a tune called Some Do and Some Don't, and then Tack It Down. Some Do and Some Don't, and Tack It Down for that matter, were both by Jimmy Blythe. Tack It Down is a, is a phrase that uh, goes back to New Orleans. In fact, there was a test recording made, I think, in about 1916 by a group called the Creole Band that uh, was never released and never found, and it's been surmised that that was the original Creole Band that was touring vaudeville at the time, the black band that was uh, fronted by uh, Freddie Keppard on trumpet. Uh, and he uh, was not a fan of recording. He didn't want to make records, uh, ostensibly because he was afraid that people would steal his style and tunes and so forth. It's all very fanciful and romantic, and I've never really bought it, but uh, it's possible that that was the tune that they recorded that was never issued. 
At any rate, those are the two tunes we're going to start with, with the State Street Ramblers from April of 1928. Then we're going to jump over a few months to July of 1928, and a very different band, a larger band as well. This too was done in Richmond, Indiana for Janet and related labels. Uh, it's called the State Street Ramblers and features two horns in the front line. We have a fellow named Baldy McDonald on alto sax, when you hear an alto sax, which is not all the time. Uh, he apparently, if we believe the uh, lore, was a white teenager who was brought to the session or who was there for some reason. Uh, some early discographies credited an unknown white teenager for playing saxophone, but that name was uncovered uh, at some point, and so this is the sum total of Baldy McDonald's recorded legacy, apparently. He is matched and overcome in the front line by a fellow named Angelo Alvin Fernandez, who plays clarinet. He was an outstanding uh, clarinet player. I believe he was an Afro-Cuban who ended up in Chicago playing with some of the uh, fancy stage bands, like the one led by Erskine Tate and his uh, Vendome City Orchestra and some other uh, very uh, highfalutin Chicago black bands that were playing overtures and required a very high degree of musicianship. And uh, his clarinet playing is really quite good here and very uh, straight in the sense of almost sounding uh, as if he had uh, a classical technique, which he very well may have. So those two horn players are uh, matched in the rhythm section by Jimmy Blythe, again, on piano, who's responsible for many of these tunes. W.E. Burton, again, uh, on occasional vocals. Here he's playing kazoo as well. Bill Johnson, the New Orleans bass player, who actually was the leader of that original Creole jazz band I referenced a minute ago. He was Jelly Roll Morton's brother-in-law and lived to a very ripe old age, uh, dying in Mexico, I think at the age of about 90, or over 90, in fact. Another uh, Chicago uh, stalwart on drums, Clifford Snags Jones is there. And uh, we're going to hear uh, three tunes from that session, uh, rounding out this next set. We're going to hear the Endurance Stomp, and Tuxedo Stomp, both of which were by Jimmy Blythe, and then something called Brown Skin Mama, which I think was sort of along the lines of a black uh, folk tune back to the early blues era. There was no uh, credit on the labels that I've seen at any rate. So those are our tunes for this set. We're going to hear the April version of the State Street Ramblers doing Some Do and Some Don't and Tack It Down, and then the July version doing Endurance Stomp, Tuxedo Stomp, and Brown Skin Mama.
So some more lively playing there by the State Street Ramblers. Started out with that first group from April featuring Natty Dominique doing some really fine playing. This might have been the best playing of his career on record anyway. Uh, we heard uh, Some Do and Some Don't and Tack It Down, also featuring Joe Walker on alto sax, uh, as well as Jimmy Blythe and W.E. Burton. Uh, Dominique lived until up through the 1960s. He had some ill health uh, in the 40s. He apparently had a heart condition. He stopped playing for a while, but he came back and did an album or two for American music in the uh, 1950s before retiring again. Uh, but he was a pretty well thought of uh, musician during his day. Very dependable, if not flashy. Then that next uh, session, the June, or rather July session of 1928, featuring the two reeds, we heard Alvin Fernandez, Angelo Alvin Fernandez on clarinet. He was known as a more of a classical player. Reading some material about him, he played with Erskine Tate and some of the higher class bands in Chicago before apparently leaving to go to uh, Spain. He may have played for bullfights in the late 1920s and then touring around Europe as well. Don't know what happened to him after that. He sort of dropped off the map. He was apparently a... Uh, uh, a native of Puerto Rico, uh, and somehow ended up in Chicago in the late 1910s or early 1920s, and he had a very uh, good reputation among musicians. He was considered one of the best clarinet players in the city. And then we had Baldy McDonald, the apparently young white fellow on alto sax, who does a credible job, certainly. W.E. Burton on kazoo and vocal, Jimmy Blythe on piano, Bill Johnson on bass, and Clifford Snaggs Jones on drums. And Jones was actually a New Orleans native. I'd forgotten about that. He played with Buddy Petit and uh, a number of other of the great New Orleans bands in the 1910s before coming to Chicago in the 20s. He actually replaced Baby Dodds with the King Oliver Band and played in the last version of the Creole Jazz Band and I think the first version of the Dixie Syncopators. He also played for shows and so forth in Chicago and club dates all the way up into the 1940s. And there's some recordings of him uh, playing with Punch Miller in the 1940s, and he passed away in about 1947. So from that group, we heard the Endurance Stop, which may have been composed by uh, Fernandez, even though it's credited to Blythe, the Tuxedo Stop, and Brown Skin Mama. At that point, the band continued to record and did three or four more tunes featuring uh, a blues singer, Marie Grintner, uh, and we may play her sides at some other point. One of them was unissued, but um, some fairly standard blues tunes uh, recordings from the 1920s. I think Baldy McDonald uh, opted out on those, and it's mostly just clarinet accompaniment. But there were a couple of more... Uh, recordings uh, by the instrumental group as well and we're going to feature those on our last set coming up here of the State Street Ramblers Tuxedo Stomp. So we're going to hear first the St. Louis Nightmare which will give us some nice uh, uh, drums by Clifford Snags Jones. After St. Louis uh, Nightmare, we're going to go to Yearning and Blue, which is a, a nice melodic tune, very fetching tune that features the two reeds very nicely. It was recorded several times uh, around this period in Chicago. Then on to Tell Me Cutie, uh, which is... Uh, who knows who wrote some of these tunes? Some of them might have been Jimmy Blythe, the... the uh, the record labels are sometimes kind of mysterious as, as to who wrote them. Lester Melrose, for example, is credited with St. Louis Nightmare, but he probably didn't write it. Who was the producer? But after Tell Me Cutie, we'll hear Someday You'll Know and How Would You Like to Be Me? And How Would You Like to Be Me features a vocal by Clifford Jones. So the rest of the band in this case is Alvin Fernandez again on clarinet, Baldy McDonald on alto sax, W.E. Burton on kazoo and vocal, Jimmy Blythe on piano, Bill Johnson on bass, and Clifford Snags-Jones on drums and 
vocal. And so those are the tunes we're going to hear for our last set of these uh, uh, State Street Stompers recordings. St. Louis Nightmare, Yearning in Blue, Tell Me Cutie, Someday You'll Know, and How Would You Like to Be Me? <laughs>
can I do to get you, huh? Oh, mercy, love is calling. When the snows, I am falling. What will I do to get you, huh? Oh, you pretty little kid. You won't cheat. Thank you. 
got a limousine Runs out with gasoline How would you like to be me? With beautiful eyes is calling me honey and feeding me pies And when we all fall alive, makes me feel right at home How would you like to be me? The State Street Ramblers from 1928. Two uh, sessions, one stretched over two days. Uh, one featuring sort of an older style, I guess, with Natty Dominique on trumpet. And the second one featuring more of a Chicago dance hall type of sound with Alvin Fernandes on clarinet and Baldy McDonald on alto sax. And we just heard the last oh, five tunes from that last date. We heard the St. Louis Nightmare featuring some very interesting drum breaks by Clifford Snag Jones. Yearning in Blue, I don't know who wrote that. That's credited to several different people, but a uh, very nice little bluesy tune. Tell Me Cutie, featuring good solos by both clarinet and the alto sax. Someday You'll Know, kind of a poor recording quality, lots of scratches on that old Janet. And we ended up with How Would You Like to Be Me, a good time, sort of happy tune from the uh, almost happy days of the Depression there. And that featured a vocal by Clifford Snaggs Jones, and then some shouting by W.E. Burton, Buddy Burton, who was also playing some kazoo there as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this program of the uh, State Street Ramblers. We called it Tuxedo Stomp to differentiate from the other State Street Stompers uh, podcast we did. I do hope you tune in now and again. If you're interested in sponsoring us, please do so on a monthly basis, one-time basis. Let us know we're heading in the right direction. You can always get in touch with me on my social media. My band name is The Wolverine Jazz Band. So it's WolverineJazzBand.net or The Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram. Hope to see you soon on one of those platforms, and I'll see you on the other side.